You know what? I'm going to start naming chores dailies. I, I, I think we should all do that. Like, I'm going to start naming chores for my kids dailies. I'm like, here's your dailies. Get them done and, you know. Yes. Get your allowance. You don't get them yes. done. I got a bunch of dailies I got to do tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I got dailies. I got too many dailies. Uh, hey, <laughs> Dad, can I play Nintendo? Did you get your dailies done? Did you get your dailies done? <laughs> like, Dad, can I play Classic WoW? Did you okay? Did you get your dailies done? Like I, I need to do my dailies in WoW. You got to do your dailies in RL, and then you can do your dailies in WoW. Yeah, if you can't do your dailies in real life, how can you be? How can I expect that you're going to be able to do your dailies in game? Come on. How can I trust you to log into an MMO and get your dailies done in the MMO when you can't even get your dailies done in real life? <laughs> Welcome to the party looking for more, your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development, and gaming culture. I'm your host, Phoenix, or as many call me, Simorg. I'm joined by my returning party members. Welcome back, the Nathan Napalm. Hey, glad to be here. And uh, returning on the show once more, we got Lexer back into his house. What up, dude? Hello, I'm in space. You're in space. I know you got a different background today, man. It's very uh, spacey. Horrible joke. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome in for episode 23, everybody. Before we dig in too far, though, I want to go ahead and give a big shout out to all the supporters here on Twitch, YouTube, and Patreon. Um, much love to everybody who follows this show on iTunes, Spotify, all the places. Um, thank you very much for the support. You keep this show's or this party's bags packed with provisions and stocked for all of the adventures that we have on the show here, friends. Um, much love to everybody that tunes in weekly. Speaking of which, uh, you know, I had a boo-boo last week, Nathan. Uh-oh. What happened? Um, so we got the last show. <laughs> we got the last show posted on time. Mm -hmm. Turns out the episode before that, <laughs> the episode before that, I forgot to get the audio up on like iTunes and stuff. And so we were getting ready to go live for the show um, last Thursday. And of course, Drac Attack on Twitter is like, did I miss last week's show? Or like, was it not posted? Did you guys skip a week? And I was like, whoops. So, <laughs> so, so last Thursday I'm going and I'm posting the audio up. And as I'm like looking, I'm like, it's a fucking draft. And it was sitting there as a draft. I could have swore I posted it. Friends, this is why I encourage all of you to ensure that you get enough sleep in your lives. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Thank you. It's yeah. right. <laughs> hey, much love to everybody in chat. It's great to see all our friends here. As always, um, we don't have a ton of news today. So we get to talk about a little bit of a variety outside of uh, the gaming news stuff and things. But I, you know what? Before we go too far, I want to say, hey, if you haven't already, go rate us over on iTunes. It helps boost the show up, show us people that were credible, real people that actually do a show. So it would be greatly appreciated. You can follow this show on Twitter at The LFM Show. You can also use The LFM Show at Gmail to shoot us mail to read on the show, friends. And, of course, call in at 1-539-664-6801 if you want to leave a message to tell us how awesome we are or how much you all love Nathan going full napalm. Because that's a good <laughs> I'm not gonna do it today. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna contain myself. 
I don't mean to ever do that. I try not to do that. I don't think that you ever <laughs> I, mean I to. The port going for me, yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing when the mic cuts out. Things just don't seem like you're going, wait, what did you say? It's like the audio is not quite. It's a napalm. Silently waving around. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, unfortunately, Freak couldn't be here today. He had something going on. So we sent him much love. Look forward to having him back on. Um, but friends, Onward and forward. What's been new with you all this week? I guess Nathan, we can, we can start with you. We'll get to Lexer. We got more to catch up with with Lexer for sure. But what about you, man? Well, uh, I did what everybody else does when they give up on uh, their rotation of trying to find MMO to play, and I play. Been playing World of Warcraft. Um, classic, <laughs> classic though. Okay, before everybody come at me with pitchforks, been playing classic. And you know what? My kids have been on my ass. They want me to play game with them. Uh, and, and, you know, D&D's not cutting it. They want to play a PC game with Dad. So this weekend, we're all going to get together and play World of Warcraft Classic together. So. Are you really using your kids as an excuse for two weeks in a row? Yeah, they're still there and they still got needs. Uh, you know, I, I, I got them all hyped up on the Switch and then I played all the time. They didn't get to enjoy it. So uh, I guess that didn't, that didn't count. So that's true, man. What about you, Lexer? Well, a lot of people are probably going to think I'm an idiot because there's a game called Hellgate London, it is the epitome of being a zombie. Okay. The game has died four or five, maybe even six times by now. And they just brought it back again. And it's called London 2038. All right. I'll have to check so they got out. the multiplayer working. It works pretty good right now. I have been playing the living shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. What's that game like? like? Can you like, um, you know, for somebody who doesn't know about it or heard of it like me, what, how would you uh... think, of, think of Diablo? Okay. More, more futuristic. Um, but made as a third person or first person. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so there's a lot of action. Um, to put it this way, I'm playing a guardian, or a Templar guardian, um, but I'm wielding dual hand grenade launchers. Okay. And I have an aura that surrounds me, and every single enemy that, that is in my aura heals me over time. Hmm. So I, I jump in the shit. And I shoot my grenade launchers and I scream and then I either die or I win. Nathan, I, I got to ask you something. I just need a little bit of feedback here if I'm hearing this right. Minus the grenades part. Did that sound kind of like Don't a paladin you say you? it. Don't you say it. It's <laughs> <a> Templar. <laughs> it's pretty close. I mean... Look, when I'm playing a game, they don't have a paladin. I look for keywords like crusade, Templar something that's okay pretty... here, here's the thing though okay this is the oh, only shit. true tank class they have the <laughs> and there's actually saying. something in the talent tree that says oh, the paladin shit. does something and i'm like oh are you shit. fucking kidding me <laughs> yes dude. So like, you. really yes please this is a moment i need to remember please clip that anybody <laughs> if you don't i'm going back and doing it myself i need this well, think, think of it this way though the only <laughs> game to ever get me to play paladin is hellgate 2038 sounds about right though you know i couldn't figure it out i was seeing i was seeing sim's reaction i was like he's caught something out of this what is it and i was thinking like what did he notice there because I, I saw his like i saw him light up like i was a, hoping no, oh. the minute i talked about the aura i was like shit <laughs> 
But I mean, okay, so you've got three base base classes. You got a Templar, cool. you've got like this caster one, and then you've got a marksman kind of thing, and they split off into two. So the Templar mm-hmm. has the Guardian, which is obviously a tank, or you have a Blade Master who is obviously Slice and Dice. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure you can tank with the Blade Master, but the way the swinging of sword sword animation or dual oh, sword man. animation goes, it kind of bugs me, so I can't play him. Because it's literally puts two hands together and swings together. I'm just like, what, <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, That's really? That's dual wielding. Like, hey! Yeah, it's literally <laughs> like you just tie your hands together with, or you know, handcuff yourself and start swinging. Like, I'm bound. It doesn't make sense. So it bugs me. So I can't. I just yeah. can't do it. Yeah, that would bother me too. But I mean, they have a summoner class who can literally have like 20 pets. It's Ooh. freaking crazy. 20? Um, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you can you get these tiny little elementals that can shoot at them. You get this giant dog thing that's your tank. You get a healer. Uh, you get a super DPS one that's called a warper. Um, they've got a wizard who can actually, I think at level 20, summon a stormcloud that just zaps everything around you and just kills everything like Sounds crazy. Sounds fun. Yeah, and then you got you know marksman engineer, and there's support trees. There's, uh, there's like well, I guess they're kind of like raids, pseudo yeah. raids. There's group instances. There's different difficulties. What's a party size? I want to say four or five. I don't know because I'm still going through the story, and that's mostly solo. Oh, got it. Cool but there's a, there's a lot of pucker up moments in that game. How do you go, because we were talking about this for the show, so how, if somebody's interested in it, how do they go about getting the game? Because it's not quite just go to Steam and get the game, right? Well, here's the thing. The deal that they have with Hambitsoft, the people who currently own all the rights to it, is they can't distribute the client. You can still buy it on Steam. Then you just go to twenty or London2038.com. You get there the patches that you need. You get their launcher, and you just go. Okay, I got you. You just have so, to have an account with them. So almost like a mod to get the version. It kind of is. There's there's an official patch from way back in yesteryear that enables multiplayer, so it's official. But you need to use their launcher so that the game will use their servers. What's going on? Sam? I'm sorry, I can't help it. This whole time, this whole time that we're sitting here listening to him, I'm like, Lex, I've been listening to you. You're talking about how we can get the game, and I'm hearing it. But the only thing that really matters in my mind is every time we've ended this show with you talking about how you'd rather have blank, like I don't know, my nuts in a vice grip smashed to <laughs> oblivion before I'd play a paladin or something like that. And there's been at least like five, right? At least five of those and been on the show yeah at, at least that many and now i just want to go back and get like a clip of every single one of them like put them in there in order and then like get today and then put that there and then the real question is so before you played the paladin did you and what was that like do i have let's to go get all those I, things let's there? just say i have a medical bill and it's not because of covid <laughs> <laughs> i walk funny <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I walk funny, dude. Oh, <laughs> Yo, it's twelve ninety nine on Steam. That's awesome. Oh my god, that brought me so much joy, dude. <laughs> it just brought me. I honestly never thought that I that this would happen. That this moment would come to pass. And and it's just like a kid in a candy store during Christmas, whatever. Yeah, pure. Yeah, joy. it's not. It's not like no. Wants to try it though. Yeah, it's I might check it out. 2007 yeah. it's clunky but it's not bad 
Hey. Um, if you like killing hordes of demons and crazy I things, do. Then, yeah, this is for you. Yeah. Be a light in the darkness. You can. Okay. Yeah, it's always had it's always had like a um, you know, a following. It's always like a, a niche following. People, you know, it, it never was a failure. You know what I mean? Like uh it always had like a, a good uh good it was, people. It was one loved. of those games, I mean, yeah, it did have a cult following and it was just it wasn't profitable enough for the owners to, mm. to do it because the multiplayer is free. Got it. Um yeah. And it's an old game, and they did the. I think Hambitsoft doesn't even necessarily have the means to upgrade the graphics. But I mean, considering its age, it's it's aged decently. Um, and one thing that's very interesting is the guy or the people who are running the multiplayer right now. They made the multiplayer without ever playing the game. Oh, what? They wanted Dang. to play the game. They wanted to play it multiplayer, so what? they. Basically, did all went through all the hoops and everything, and now they're running the multiplayer. Dang! And um, they've done a couple extra little things here and there, and that I've noticed over the original. And honestly, I'm super happy. It's even harder than it used to be. It's London 2038, right? London yeah. 2038.com yeah. is what it is called now, but it was called Hellgate London. Got it. Which is how you'll find it on Steam. At the rate we're going, just just based on 2020, I can believe that this is a pretty good prediction of 2038. That's pretty much hell. Yeah, we're pretty much there. It's pretty close. Yeah, just need to move to an island like somewhere safe and away from all the madness, and just like tuck away. You know, (laughs) give myself a fine honey. Go tuck away on a like safe haven, some pretty environment, and just be like done. And there he lived out the rest of his days. I'll write my books. I'll ship them out to the mainland. What MMO? You can only bring one MMO on the island with Ashes you. Ashes of Creation, obviously. It's not out yet. Oh, well, we're yeah, talking about the future. Yeah, yeah. There you go, dude. Right. See, exactly. Right. At that mm, point... That's too easy, then. I mean... That's too easy. What about if it happened today? Ooh, shit. You only get pick one MMO. That's it. And no other games. Just that one MMO. That's all you can play. What do you bring with you? Questions, man. Uh, shit, that's a damn good question. Somebody in chats is still saving up for sim rants. <laughs> so yeah. uh, dude, honestly, ooh. As much as I, I'm gonna be really honest, man. As as much as it really drives me nuts, I probably would take World of Warcraft. Just because of content? Just because of content. And because, yeah, a lot of memories, a lot of... I mean, even still, like, I don't play it on principle. And I don't pay for sub or any of that. But, I mean, the replayability, even for me, if you just wanted to play it casually and just enjoy the nostalgia. I mean, one of my favorite pastimes in that game was always to just go run into old content, farm pets, mounts, uh, armor. Do it. You can do it on multiple characters. I mean, the replayability and in that game is, is like great. Now would I want to, would I play it currently? No. If I had to take one with me, probably that one, but I'd say next to that probably would be the Elder Scrolls online, but it would be before a lot of the big changes where it, the story felt like it made more sense, I guess. Yeah. It yeah. Doesn't anymore. Well, I do have to point out just cause what you said is so relevant to it that with the pre patch to Shadowlands, uh, they did kind of fix the mess that was leveling that. up. So, like, you can just go to one expansion, 
play that level up to 50, right? You don't mm-hmm. be jumping all over the place and, you know, spend two hours in an expansion, then you've out-leveled it, you know, mm-hmm. all the mess it used to be. So um, it is better. It's right. much better than it used to be. I think that, that was a much-needed change. Yeah, I saw Lotro in, in chat too, in, in chat here from Prismia. It's also hilarious. It's just, I don't know why it's so funny to me. I just love the fact that right now, until the you know Shadowlands comes out, yeah. classic, you can be a higher level than retail. For some reason, that's just hilarious <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm a higher level in classic than y'all are. <laughs> yeah, I'm level 60 in classic, bro. Y'all still 50 over here. Yes, scrubs. <laughs> I, I will say lord of the rings online was I, I never did finish my time in that game but i will tell you i i love the lord of the rings i love the hobbit i love the tolkien universe like it is absolutely one of my favorite stories out there and being able to see the lord of the rings universe in a like in a movie and then later in you know in the game I mean, it was nostalgic running around, and I was just like, man, I feel like, I don't know, it's a different experience playing in Lord of the Rings Online versus, like, World of Warcraft, because yeah. there weren't, like, it, there wasn't, like, this story that existed in the same way the Tolkien universe existed before, and the movies were, like, coming out, too, before that, the Lord of the Rings movies were, and so, you know, when you stepped into Lord of the Rings Online, I don't care what time frame it is, if you experienced any of the stuff of Tolkien in any form going in there and just being able to go across the map. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. And seeing and getting to see some things that uh, you knew a little bit about from the stories, but hadn't got to explore uh, really. And then you kind of can in the mode is pretty cool. Uh, I'm really hoping they don't screw the pooch on the new Lord of the Rings. I'm keeping my expectations like real low because I think they will. I don't know if Amazon. Oh but. man, I don't. I don't think they're a real game studio yet. You know what I mean? They just want to be a game studio. Is, is it? Is any studio really a game studio with Smedley there? Oh no! Throwing <laughs> that fire, throwing that shade. He's throwing that shade, man. Now, what's funny though is that's probably you know they're they're the ones they're inter- they have an interest in MMOs, right? American studio with interest in MMO. So that makes them in a very small group of people. Yeah. Uh, so I hope they do really good. Uh, but what's funny is I have thought about, you know, Pantheon's looking for a publisher deal. So they're talking to God knows who right now, looking for somebody that will give them a good deal that won't screw up their vision, right? Yeah. I have thought of everybody. Like, what if they announced it was Daybreak? And I'm like, that would be the end of them. They wouldn't do that. Well, they've already said what we would absolutely wouldn't oh, do that. God, okay. Uh, so Jeez. what if it was Amazon, right? What if it was, you know, and I've, th- I've went through everybody. Like, yeah. what would I do? What would my reaction be? Like, h- how would I feel about that? Um, and, you know, Amazon, I would, that would actually be a good deal for Amazon because they don't know how to make games, right? They're trying, but they don't, let's be honest, <laughs> they don't know what the hell they're doing. They have no idea. So oh, at least they could get a team that does know how to make a game and is making a game and they could just, Put their slap their name on it and be like, Yeah, we uh spent money so that they could help develop the game, so we know <laughs> how to make games too. They'll get the client to your door after that, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and of course Amazon's got the rights not only on that future Tolkien, well, technically it's a past Tolkien snapshot of the universe, and so is their show, which yeah, I was in chat 
which I know we, we referenced it a lot. I mean, there, there could be some really good things from that if they do it right. This is yeah. one of those things you can't, you can't F this up. You F this up. No one's you're done. Get it. You're yeah. yeah. You're done. You're done. Yeah, you uh, might as well just close your doors right now if if you're not going to spend the time to do it right. Yeah. And there's all there's very few franchises where that big of a deal, right? Like yeah. for example, even Star Wars wasn't that big of a deal because they did. Let's be honest, they fucked it up, and then they got they got redeemed by a lot of the fans, right? Yeah. Not me, but by lots of them. <laughs> um, so overwhelmingly, people got over the fact of how bad they screwed everything up. You, but though we're not so forgiving with Lord of the Rings, that's no. sacred, right? Yes. That's ancient and sacred to us. Yes. So um, they're not going to get that pass. They're not going to be able to screw up and then be like, "Oh, whoops, the show sucks and the game sucks." Whoops, no. we'll try again. No, Mm-mm, done. Lose the license. Like, you're out of here. No, you or suck. If, you if did they do this. Pull it off. If they do pull it off, that's major bragging rights. Oh, oh heck yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah, they go into superstardom mm-hmm. immediately. That's like, that's like instant validation. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I get a no you in chat. No you. No you. That's actually my Friday thing, but I digress. Dude, I gotta I gotta the games we follow, the games that we follow, like mine, this will be the segue into the next thing we like to chat about, which is out of the games we follow, we care about, we're a part of in some capacity. What's new? What's been going on? Well, for me, Ashes of Creation is the primary thing, right? The mm-hmm. the other games has dwindled down to like just a couple, really, at this point, aside from that, that I'm even willing to look at. And <clears throat> they had their, we talked about how we, as this community right here, the Ashes of Creation community that surrounds this particular channel of mine, uh, and just my own community, which I am very proud to say, Virtue, my guild, uh, was a big part of this initiative. We raised $10,000. And then we donated all of that last Saturday during their charity live stream, which they couldn't believe. And it was super humbling. And I felt so proud of the community here. And just, it's a lot of good. It's putting a lot of love out there in the world for kids. And then of course, on top of that, every year I pass out before the damn thing, the 24 hours is up. To be fair, I did have the Pathfinder show that Sunday. So... I need to at least be somewhat coherent. And it was just right on the line of coherence for that show. I made it work, but dude, I was close. <laughs> and they raised almost 90,000 by the end of it. And I was like, that is just, a, it, it's a humbling thing to see that so many people can come together and put that kind of good out there in the world. So for me, that was, that's a, a hide that I feel like I'm going to be riding the rest of the year. I talked to my community about it and said, you know what, man, I've streamed every day today being 315 days out of this 366 day leap year. And that was probably like, I don't know. It just, you know, if if you were to ask me like why, what makes having like worked so hard over the year for me personally worth it, it was that. It was that kind of love going into the world. That was it for me. Everything yeah. else aside, it was just great. Um, and with that being said, we got Steven coming on the 100th episode of the Ashes Pathfinder show this coming Sunday. So if you like Ashes of Creation, you want to kind of check out, you know, a kind of a Q&A sort of roundtable thing on the Ashes Pathfinder podcast. I definitely encourage you to come join us there. This one will be a little different, though. It won't be just a hammer with a bunch of questions and try to get as much information. I'm going to make this one 
a good one for everybody. So definitely would love to see everybody there. Um, but with that being said, what about some of the games you're all in, involved in? What about you? I think Nathan, I felt like you were maybe going to lead into, into something. You talked about Pantheon a little bit and that's kind of going on there with them. Uh, Luxor, Nathan, anything new in your world in that domain of the games you cover? Or yeah. Pantheon is, um, we're, um, we finished up a recent session of pre-alpha f- five, not long ago. We're waiting on the next session. Um, we're just going to have a couple more classes. We're going to get to test out. Um, and that's about all we know right now. Um, uh, public knowledge. So we're just kind of waiting on the next, uh, the next stage of, of pre-alpha because this is our final pre-alpha. So we're trying to run through and test all the classes, make sure nice. it's all balanced and you know, that kind of thing. That's awesome. Well, as everyone knows, I'm part of Defend the Night. Uh, last Friday, they released a little sneak peek of our range system, which is a little different compared to most MMOs, where you'll almost be toggling from your standard MMO mode to a, almost like a third-person shooter. Whoa. So if you want that run-and-gun feeling like your Legolas, then you're going to get that, because you're going to be able to run around and shoot arrows and... If you're a good archer, you're going to be hitting them. That's cool. Yeah. Something a little different. Mix it up a little bit. It's pretty badass, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rather proud of it. And I know Brian, our lead developer, is too. Yeah. Yeah, we were, ta- we were talking a little bit about that. So it, it's optional or it's not optional for the range? It's, it's I mean. optional. You don't have to do ranged. But... Every if class you, will have a ranged option. But if you do, if you do the, I'm talking about uh, manually aiming, uh, that that if gives you, you bonuses, range, right? It is, it is skill based. It is primarily nice. skill based. Nice. So if you're going to play a ranged class, then that just changes the way you play the game, right? Yeah. That's like, cool. Well, everyone's going to have a ranged option, but maybe only the ranger is going to really be able to take like insane advantage of it. Maybe, maybe the assassin as well. Um, but we're going to have options for everybody mm-hmm. and they're all going to work a little differently. They're all going to have pros and cons. Um, we're going to try and vary things up a little bit so that even if you're someone who can use the vast majority of ranged weapons, like say a ranger or a warrior, you can still pick a weapon that fits you a little better rather than just, Hey, I like the stats on this. It really, it really fits with the way you guys have always approached the design of your MMO too. Because you guys, every, every little thing, it seems like you're like, we want there to be options. That seems yeah. to be your yeah. stick. Like um, we want there to be I, lots of, you know, we want. Yeah, I, I've always been a real stickler for whenever I play a game. I mean, I'm, I used to have drug issues and alcohol issues and all that stuff when I was a teenager. So it didn't really make me develop the greatest, <laughs> I'll just say. So yeah, I'm a little, little gone in the head sometimes. So um, my mood can flip-flop almost at the drop of a hat. Um, not to the point where I'd say I'm bipolar. But anyway, um, when I sit down at a game, it's not always the same kind of thing that I want to do. I could sit down right now and I'll want a group. In three hours, I might sit down and I just want to craft. Or maybe I'm having a really bad day and I want to smush another player's face, so I want to go PvP. I never 
thought that it was right for a game to force me to play a certain way because they don't know how I want to play. I don't know how I want to play until I log in. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to do, or at least what I'm trying to push really hard for with DTN is no matter how you're feeling or what you want to do, there's going Mm -hmm. to be options for you, and they're all going to be viable options, not just, I mean, let's face it, in MMOs, crafting is always a second thought. Yeah. Um, It's always been a, eh, if you're bored, eh, you have to do it to a certain point, and then it's useless. And when it comes down to working, like, say, with our crafting, we're going to make sure that you can jump in and craft and be just as useful as anybody else. Yeah. It's not going to be easy, but that's what we're aiming for. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think Lexer brings up a good point of something missing, right? Like, if you think back um, in more classically spirited MMOs, I remember I just wanted to play the game, right? Like, I didn't have a plan, right? Sometimes you did, but a lot of times I just would be at work, I can't wait to get home, just log in and see what's going on and what... You know, I had no idea. I'd log on like that was the part of the excitement. Like, I have no idea where I'm going to be going tonight. Are we going to be doing, you know, what content? It wasn't like now where it's like, I'm going to be doing my dailies. I'm going to log on right. and do this. I'm going mean, to log on. chore list. Yeah. Well, was a perfect example. I was a raider in WoW. Um, so I had to craft so I could get, like, you know, I think with Life League with shield spikes at the time or the ability to socket items or certain items. But beyond that, the whole journey to get to that point was useless, like yeah. literally useless. You just make stuff and sell it to a vendor. Um, so crafting was an afterthought. I mean, I think alchemy was the only one, or maybe the the gem one where you can make gems were the only useful, actually useful ones. Yeah. Um, or once once Wrath Lichkin came around, it got to the point where I can't even jump in and just do a random quest. I have to do my dailies because I see. I can predict how much money I have for my raid tonight. And because, you know, I was a plate tank, my, this was before the revamp, my repair costs were through the freaking roof. We're talking like three, 400 <laughs> gold in the run of a night. A yeah. bad night, but still. Um, <laughs> and I never liked that it forced me to play a certain way because there were days I logged in. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to just run around and explore. Yeah. Because, at my core, I was a raider and I was a raid tank. I couldn't, I just couldn't afford to. So it started to feel like a job, which was like one more block in the column of why am I playing this game? Yep. I think that's what happened to most people. I think that's, Sam, something's going on over there. With me laughing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nathan's like, what's he doing? I'm like, I'm, I was just reading chat and somebody heard you all talking about dailies. And they're like, oh, dailies. And I was like, how funny would it be if I made a mini game here with my Streamlabs bot on, on stream? And instead of it being like what we do sometimes for dungeon runs in, in this little mini game system, what if I made it, you know, exclamation daily? And they're like, you're bad. And I'm like, no, you. I was joking. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's dailies for the chat. I hate dailies too. For the chat, I love it. You guys want dailies? You all got dailies, right? I would only leave like a one-hour window where you can actually do it. You know what? I'm going to start naming chores dailies. I I I think we should all do that. Like, I'm going to start naming chores for my kids dailies. I'm like, here's the dailies. Get them done, and you know, yes. Get your allowance. You don't get them yes. done. I got a bunch of dailies I got to do tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I got dailies. I got too many dailies. Uh, hey, 
Dad, can I play Nintendo? Did you get your dailies done? Did you get your dailies done? They're like, Dad, can I play Classic WoW? Did you, okay. Did you get your dailies done? They're like, I, I need to do my dailies in WoW. Well, you gotta do your dailies in RL, and then you can do your dailies in WoW. Yeah, if you can't do your dailies in real life, how can you be, how can I expect that you're gonna be able to do your dailies in game? Come on. How can I trust you to log into an MMO and get your dailies done in the MMO when you can't even get your dailies done in real life? <laughs> Learn some responsibility there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Oh my god, dude. So gaming news, man. Gaming news. What what's going on in the world of gaming? Not a, I feel like we get like every two to three weeks we get a big surge of stuff lately. And then there's like nothing going on for like a little bit. And then we get like a surge. But I guess Godfall came out and there were looks like mixed reviews on it, man. So wait a minute, I want to clear this up because yeah. I did some research. I did cool. some research, guys. Godfall is getting bad reviews because of the PlayStation 5. If you look up everybody playing it on PC, PC Master Race that doesn't you know even know about the PS5 came out. That's why I think it's funny. That's why I was laughing. So you're like, it's kind of a dead week, and it's like two consoles came out this week. But to a PC game, I was like, eh, nothing's really happening. It's kind of boring. <laughs> Well, that so did, calculator came out. That really frames things for you, doesn't it? It's so true, dude. I'm just like, it eh, it's an Xbox, that's eh, a PlayStation 5. Whatever, yeah, we're just man. like, okay, whatever. No, I, I'll still damn. play them all on my PC. That's so right, true, right. dude. It's so true. I was like, not a whole lot in gaming, guys. <laughs> it's like the biggest day for console, oh, you know, biggest shit. week for console players in like eight years. And we're just like, eh, it's kind of boring. Nothing really happening. I don't know. To be Nothing fair, anyway. you know, to be fair, the, the, the truth is, though, is that it looks like you were saying the Xbox is probably going to get this one. Even with that crappy name, they're going to make it because of the backwards compatibility, dude. Backwards compatibility, man. We talked about this before. Yeah, that they're going to nail it, man. Uh, it seems like everybody's pretty freaking happy with yeah. their Xbox right now. Uh, they are smoking, though. Have you guys seen the videos of that? Wait, what? That looks. Yeah. I saw that Bullshit. video. It looks an awful lot like, like vape smoke. Yeah, it looks like vape smoke, but it's like pouring out of the top of it, like billowing out, but then it dissipates real quickly. So yeah, I don't they, know if it's... Is it water-cooled? They could have used some of the, the vape juice and just put it like on the CPU. Maybe. There's lots of videos though, but it's yeah. something to look into. I don't know. Yeah, vape box. <laughs> Definitely a, a better looking console too. Like it looks like a little PC tower, like a little, ooh, little baby. I'm going to be honest. The PlayStation 5, I think I looked at it for about 30 seconds. Like that looks like an adult toy. <laughs> it, it looks generic to me. It looks like. It looks like if I just went to Target and just seen some <laughs> random thing just sitting on the shelf, and it's like this was the the Game Master Twenty, you know, includes fifty games you never heard of. I would expect it to look like the PS Five. That thing is ugly, man. Dude, oh man, it, it's so true. But you know what? We talked about this before. Backwards compatibility, man. It's a big deal. It's why Nintendo has had like uh, even though you got to go buy them, we talked about it. We don't need to go full Napalm yeah, today. Not back. We're not going to go again. back in time. We're not going to go back in time. But as a point of reference, however, it is true. The Nintendo, whether you got to buy them or not, you they have a lot of games you can play backward, like back. Like they've got a lot of games on their systems that you can play. It's like backwards compatible. You you do usually have to down download them or whatever, but yeah. But I mean. 
You can. You at least can. There's at a way. At least you can. Usually. Right. And 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 if you can't, for all those individuals, this is where I'm like, not not I'm not like aiming for sponsorship here. But we talked about it before. What's it called? What's that damn system called? Oh my god, it's killing me. <laughs> he said it. He said it. Hold like, on, hold on. Polymega. Polymega. Poly Hell yeah. What a beast. And I'm gonna link it. So it, it it can play any old school CD based game, so Sega CD, Sega Saturn, PlayStation, and it upreses them 4K, all that. And then you can buy mods if you're like, but I want to play a Genesis game. You can buy for fairly cheap a little module that you hook into it, and then you can play your Genesis games. All original hardware. Use your your original controllers. You get new ones. Whatever. It doesn't care. Um, pretty cool. I got somebody in my community saying ninja looting. Look, can we not? I don't want to live in the past. I want to look, move forward. Forward, people. Forward. Well, being that I'm associated with Ninja Loot Games, I'm going to say Ninja Looting is the future. <laughs> well played. <laughs> yeah, good one. Good one. Yo, I, I pulled this one from our Discord, like literally in the middle of the show today. And I'm going to link it because this is just beautiful. And if you're a Zelda fan, I think this is going to resonate. It's The Legend of Zelda tree ornament that wizzy posted in our discord earlier i saw that and i was like oh, oh hallmark stepping it up y'all <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah they're stepping it up man look at that i'm probably gonna get a polymega i'm not gonna lie at some point but they're definitely how, a little expensive how big does does video games need to get before the rest of the world realizes it's a big deal though you know what i mean like my god it's the biggest industry in the world and we're just now like cool a hallmark yeah. card with zelda on it that should be totally normal by now video games are multi-billion huge the you know they're bigger, they're bigger than movies they're bigger than you know any other entertainment you slice it uh video games are huge and for some reason, there's still a little bit of that stigma left where it can't just go mm -hmm. completely mainstream. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Man, dude. I got to admit, guys, this Polymega is looking good. It Isn't does, it? dude. It's so and sick. And I haven't I haven't seriously played consoles since the Super Nintendo. God, yeah. I feel old. Yeah. But there's, there's some titles that I would really love to play again that were like from the original PlayStation. NES, SNES, yeah, um, yeah. And some of them, some of them that I missed as well. Yo. Like I, I think I missed one or two good ones on like the Neo Geo. Homie, I've got a community oh. member that's wanting me to play Legend of Dragoo, Dragoon from back in the day. Yeah. I've it's got, so good. I've got the fucking discs in a box right there. Ooh. That would be so nice. You can just plug it right in your uh, in your Poly Mega. Uh, hook up your uh, your Elgato uh, and just play it and stream it. Yep. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go start a GoFundMe for a Polymega. <laughs> <laughs> How much are they? They're they're not too. Uh, they're in the they hundreds don't... for sure. Let me get the like actual price. Three hundred was it? Three hundred. Oh, of course they're sold Let's out. See here. Five ninety nine for the deluxe bundle. Four hundred dollar. I just... That's a little high. That's a little high. All right. So you're gonna get your, your Xbox Series X. You're gonna get your Polymega. Your choice. I said I'll start a GoFundMe for a polymega. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Maybe I'll stream for it. I'd be like, help hey, me get a I just, polymega. I just got two windows replaced in my house that it turned up turned out to be almost a full side of my house repaired and a new roof and two new dormers. Oh what was that last part? New what? Uh, I, I started getting new windows. Yeah. And it turned out to be like a full corner of my house repaired, new dormers and a new roof. 
Real, real. A little bit more than I expected to pay. Yeah, that's quite a bit more. Yeah. And there've been problems. That's how it always goes. That's how it always goes. You're like, let's replace the front door. Next thing you know, you're replacing the roof. Uh, you're you're replumbing the entire house. That's how it always goes. You try to fix one thing, you end up below, everything needs fixed. You know, sometimes I feel like y'all are gonna be proud of me for this one, right? I feel okay. like sometimes when things are tough, you just you just need to have a good smile. You just need. <laughs> You just need a good smile to make the day all better, which is why I'm totally not telling people to look at the link I posted in chat. Demon Souls has some truly fucked up teeth options. That looks pretty normal to me. Does it? I'm, I'm from the South. That looks totally, I see that in a gas station every time I go to the gas station. You guys, you guys aren't used to seeing that every time you go out in public. <laughs> <laughs> um that's that's what happens when you don't get proper dental care <laughs> times are tough dude that means times are that, tough. that's when you know someone's cooking math and they're giving out free samples yeah i don't think dude i'm gonna be honest i think you could not brush your teeth or not even just give any shits about your mouth at all and it wouldn't be that bad right until maybe you're maybe you maybe in like your 80s or 90s happy meal I I grew up in Canada. Okay. I know what you're saying. You're saying that you know he lives in Canada. That that's a hockey player. No, because a hockey player would have half teeth missing. Oh, True. Good point. Makes sense. But and, they wouldn't look like the that. Front would be gone too. From, from that looks like they're made out of wood, dude. Mm. What what kind of life choices in a medieval time period does a person make to to reach this point in your life where you've got bloodshot eyes like that and those kinds of teeth? Those look like player options, man. Well, if, if we're just talking about the eyes, that's me on an average day. <laughs> that's that's called going to bed at three a.m. and waking up at seven. Lack of sleep, man. Uh, wait, I don't know what that's like. It's a wonderful <laughs> thing. I suggest everyone try it. Yeah, cut yourself down by one hour. So if you sleep eight hours, tomorrow only sleep seven. Then the next day, only sleep six. And then five, and then four, and three, and two, and one. And what you're doing is you're weaning yourself off of sleep. Eventually, you won't need it anymore. You'll, you'll fall asleep by accident, everyone. So you'll take like a little a little crack nap. Like, oh, crap, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. I always tell people, you, can, you can skip the whole drug use using phase of your life. You know, your, your late teens, your early 20s. Just don't sleep for a while. You'll yeah. see some weird, weirdly oh, fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. You'll start vividly imagining, because I think your brain's just like, I've got a dream, so fuck it, I'm just going to do it while you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. Yo, we've talked about some of the nice teeth, man. Some nice teeth, dude. Let me tell that's you. That's a good grill, dude. Have you... Mate, a Billy Bob grill. That's a, that's a something. Some kind of shit grill. That's what that is, man. Let me ask you something. That's a redneck wrapper. <laughs> and, and demonetized. Well, you know, you know why, you know why today's episode is called the Age of Calamity. I mean, aside from the fact that Sims talking about moving to an island, um, people hiding in their homes, you know, stuff like uh, Age of Calamity, Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Oh, I played Looking the first good. Hyrule. Yeah, first Hyrule Warriors was pretty good, man. It really was. It was like, dude, it was good. 
And it's this new one's looking pretty damn tasty. Yeah, plus the time period it takes place in. So yes. that was an interesting thing that yeah. I thought we, you know, I was hoping the DLC for it would yeah. go back to that, uh, yeah. but it didn't. So it's cool that we are getting a full game dedicated yeah. to it because we know that the sequel to Breath of the Wild is going to take place after Breath of the Wild. So yeah. here's our peek at the past. Yeah. Take a look and at it what works happened. really good for this kind of game, too, right? Where you can play it, some different characters. It, and It would. It feels like it's ultimately going to be a sad game to get through when you get to the end of the story, though, right? Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I don't, I don't see any way around this. <laughs> Every time we talk about Zelda now, I'm just dragging Nathan through the filth, dude. I'm just like, yeah, remember that lovely... Remember hey, that? you want to get depressed? <laughs> <laughs> remember the love you had for zelda we're just gonna fuck it up today man yeah let's talk about how you, none of us get to sleep now let me well while you're awake let me tell you well, let me depress you with some zelda well, lore. link gets to sleep for a while in breath of the wild <laughs> true he gets a good long now. like a hundred years right yeah then you know the whole time you're playing the game never he doesn't sleep at all so that's <laughs> well, still pretty good he, those, those naps you talked about standing up and walking around with this sort and <laughs> turns out there is no gandalf he just hadn't slept <laughs> well, i said gandalf ganondorf, ganondorf. <laughs> this is hallucinations man you know <laughs> yeah it's looking good i'm curious how they're gonna do this one though because the other one they took a lot of the different time period characters and threw them into the into like you know this like fishbowl of a game essentially which is hyrule warriors um yeah i'm actually kind of curious how they're gonna do this like if they're gonna try to make it you know, really like uh, story focused around that actual period and what happened. I mean, because there's a lot of there's a lot of story that and lore that could be like shared there. Because you've got the um, the one the the four people uh, of the different races, like the Goron or whatever that uh, right the divine beasts, right? And of course, we know Ab the Rita. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, hopefully, you get a little bit more story of like. I'm a sad man. I want to know. I want to know about like Zelda and Link's relationship and stuff. Yeah, couldn't stand him in the beginning, and then she like really liked him, and then fast forward a hundred years, and there you go. And then I want to know what happens after that too. We're gonna get that. Yeah, we got to see. We got to see tiny little segments. Remember in the memories? Yeah. I yep. think it was when you were collecting the pictures or whatever, and you got tiny little segments of that time yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now we get to see the full story. Yeah, be pretty uh, cool. Yes, dude, yes. There's not very many games that I'm just, I watch and I'm just like, oh, yes, baby, let's play it. Let's play the shit out of it, but. What do you guys think? What do you guys think the Switch is going to do now that the new consoles are out? What do you think Nintendo's going to do? Are they just going to keep going with the Switch since it's still high rolling? Or are they going to try to do a Switch Pro? What are they going to do? They, I don't know if it's out yet, and this is, this might be some outdated information on my part, but if I'm not mistaken... They, I remember a few months ago they were talking about the next Switch coming out, and it was supposed to address some of the issues with the current one, and maybe that'll that'll happen. It would make sense. Just do like yeah, a yeah. Switch Pro or something. I mean, I hope not. I hope they're just like, yo, this is so badass, it'll carry you through another five years, because I've got it it's... in there, and I don't want to get a new one, because me, I'm like Nathan, except with its actual console, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, and it's a it's a portable, so it gets away with more, in my opinion, right? Like True. you can stretch you can stretch it out longer because it's still the only real portable to play games on. You know, it's, it's true, man. I mean, for for Zelda games though, man, depending on what they have on that console, 
depending on the game itself and like how demanding it is, it, it might just be fine for most of what they cover. You know, yeah. you don't see like the new modern warfare games going on there or anything, you know what I mean? So what's interesting is they did release a game called control on the switch which it couldn't have ran on the switch right um without dumbing down the graphics a big time at least so what they did was they put it on the cloud and so it's just streaming the game and it looks just as good as it does on ps4 and mm-hmm. whatever else so pretty smart i know that's not a permanent solution probably with um you know various uh internet isp speeds etc but <clears throat> Well, if they really want a game on there, they can do that. G around now. Oh, yeah, we'll see where that know. goes. Sim's going to have a lot of fun on his mobile games with the 5G. God, dude, you know what, man? I haven't played one in three weeks. Oh, my gosh, you're doing great, man. I want to congratulate you. you all. I've thought about it. You know what's even worse is I got somebody in my community, Flem. I'm talking about you because I know you're going to hear this at some point. He was like, there's a Champions Arena, Sim. You should check it out. And then he like shoots me screenshots. So now I've got them trying to enable me. And then on principle, I'm like, if I do try it. Harder. Yeah, try harder. They Lexer's encouraging them. It's like, if I play it, then, I mean, look at look at this. This is still going on. I'm still dealing with the fallout of even, like, acknowledging that was a <laughs> reality. I should just delete them all off my phone forever and just never look look at my phone again for the. Yeah, look at Lexer. He's like, you, oh, you ain't wrong, man. <laughs> well, I talk so much crap about World of Warcraft, I have to, like, make an excuse to my whole family when I'm playing it. Like, listen, it's a new expansion. You know that I always play it when there's a new expansion. Everybody calm down. It's my job. I'm a content creator. I have to play the, oh, the stuff. Oh. Oh, I don't want to, but I have to. <laughs> yeah, it's my job. Okay. <laughs> listen. This is my livelihood. <laughs> yeah, every, everything I do from nine to five, that's just a hobby. Right, right, right. Oh, shit. Do I judge you? No. Oh. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, the Zelda, man. You know, I got the, 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 it was the Hyrule Historia Encyclopedia. And then like the, it's like three books. It feels almost like it's, you know how you get like three books for like Pathfinder or D and D, and then you get like three Zelda books, and but it, it's hard because that's really great for somebody who's played and loved the Zelda like universe for ages, and then you read through it and you're like, you know, the second the next game comes out, I'm automatically gonna feel like this shit's not in, this incomplete now and not up to date. Yeah, and that's I, true. I feel like I set myself up for failure a little bit with my OCD tendencies, so. That's a good. That's a good point. That's a problem with books. That's why the internet is so awesome because they can just update it. Yeah, and on the internet you can use PCs <laughs> as opposed to consoles to play your video games. No judgment yeah. though, because I have a Switch right over there. No, talking about books. No, I feel bad because I have no Warhammer books to read. Oh, did you get through them all? Got through them all. Dang. Well, not dude. all that are out there. All that I have. How many do you have? Uh, let's see. I, I buy the ones that are like three or three or four books in one. Okay. They're just like thick bricks. But um, probably read through twenty. No. Shit. How many pages are each book? Um, each individual book is probably about two to three hundred pages. Damn. 
because the ones, the big, um, they call them omnibuses. They come with like three books, like a yeah. whole series or a trilogy in one. And that's roughly about six to 750 pages. Look at this, man. I got people in chat going, that's how it happens to Morgue. Just try it just a little bit. Come on, man. Everyone's just doing it. Bam! Un unbelievable, man. I'm surrounded I mean, by you, enablers. I mean, you've got a phone. So. And it's not doing right. anything right now. All right, Activision. All right. You don't have to play the game. You just load it up and let it play itself. Oh, Pretty much. God, dude. It is a mobile game. It, it is a mobile game. It plays itself until it needs money. Yeah, you, don't, you, you don't have time. You want to play games. Rationalization. AFK Arena. What oh, else you can do? dude. I can't. I got no sympathy. <laughs> I got no sympathy for any of the games, dude, that are like auto completing yeah, games. Yeah. Oh, no. They're I mean, advertising it. I would be embarrassed yeah. to an advert, but that's like the thing, I guess. I was asking my kids because my son kind of gets it somehow, right? So he's like, yeah, so you can just play a game while you're at school. And I'm not, like, okay, but you're not playing it. It's playing itself. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, I can get back on and I've leveled up and then I can play it manually for a little while. And Look at all the loot I got. But who cares? What's, where's the Where's the, like, you know, sense of accomplishment? Like, cool, I got a new sword randomly today for being on. Like, watch a movie, dude. Watch a movie. That's better. That's even more productive than playing a mobile oh, game, which is God. sad. <laughs> sad. Watching the view is more productive than playing an iPad game. <laughs> Man, what the hell? Oh my god, dude! Talking about calamity, man. I wanted to. I wanted to ask you all something. This will be like our our rounding, finalizing, like conversation piece. Well, maybe two of them. Two of them. I got one more. I kind of thought about that. I want to talk about too. But what are some of the best like apocalyptic stories? Now, I think like or like mm -hmm. you know that post apocalyptic vibe. Like Zelda's actually had a couple. Like the yeah, wind, yeah. Uh, wind waker technically was one because Hyrule's like sunken and all that jazz, right? And then Breath of the Wild's kind of one because well, Ganon won. The yeah. damn castle surrounded by all of his. Yeah, he wins an ocarina too halfway through. That's true. So forty mm, percent through. But what do you what do you all think? Like, who are some best games? And to you all listening or watching too, Drac Attack, talking to you too, dude, because you know. He's always retweeting and tweeting all the stuff we say on here. I'm, and I always get to this point in the show and I'm like, oh, what did I say that he might have now quoted me on? Yeah. yeah. Remember right? the last, no, what was it? One of the last shows I was on, we were trying to bet to see if, if we'd get to having 10 things that I said quoted. I don't know <laughs> where we got. Oh, you know he's going to quote this bit from earlier, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's definitely going. And I know he's going to quote that paladin bit too because he's oh, yeah. ruined my life. Yes, I mean I'm relying on him. Honestly, no pressure. <laughs> I, might, I might try to hit, if he does. I might try to hit that with a DCMA. <laughs> <laughs> he's damaging my character. That's horrible, dude. He's damaging my character. Phil, Phil, man. <laughs> so Armageddon type. So, the first one comes to my brain is Final Fantasy VI, right? You get towards the end of the game, Kefka. I'm not going to spoil anything in the game, Troy. That was epic to you me. You played an active part in that one. 
Yeah, yeah, that was epic because I didn't expect it. You know, I was a little kid and like, you know, it's all kind of friendly-ish all the way up into that point. Even Kefka's kind of like a funny little, <laughs> little silly bad guy. And then suddenly he just takes everything and murders everyone. You're like, oh shit, this is real. Like, this guy's actually fucked up. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and then, I thought he was joking. <laughs> and all your friends are gone. It's just you're now you're down to one person in a game that was meant to be a full party game. You're all lonely and... I just found out actually streaming the game recently that you could save Sid. I've let Sid die every time my whole life, and I just found out you could save him. I didn't even know that. Um, you let him die, you damn, monster. Wow. I had no idea, dude. I had no I idea you could save him. See, I didn't even let. I wouldn't even let Shadow die. I did that in my first playthrough. I didn't know, and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait. I got to go." <laughs> nope, I waited. I was like, "Everyone or no one." What about you, Lexer? Uh, honestly, Nathan took mine. <laughs> it's a good uh, one. Man. Honestly, I don't. I can't even think of how many apocalyptic storylines that there have been. I mean, obviously, there's Hellgate. No, there you go. But that's just kind of like, prize. Here's some hell. And everyone's like, oh god. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, it literally is an apocalyptic storyline because you are essentially traversing the world through like sewer tunnels <laughs> trying to get away from these monsters because um, the only other thing that really comes to my mind is like everybody has, I mean there are Warhammer games but you have to have a very in-depth knowledge of the entire Warhammer 40k storyline to understand just how apocalyptic it really is Damn. Because a lot of people will look at it thinking, oh, well, they got spaceships and big guns and they can blow up planets. That's not a pot, like, it's not an apocalyptic era. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's where you're, where they're at right now in, in 40K is just like the Dark Ages. It's, yeah, there's not like happy people. No. Yeah, there's no happy people. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> no. That's how you know it's like, apocalyptic. There's no the thing is, I never yeah. even, I never even thought of it like that until I started reading more about the history and learned about like the golden age of of humanity, where it was like they literally like some enemy comes up to them, they're just like gone, they're dead. No one could stand against them. And all of a sudden, you know, the shit hits the fan, and now everyone's like at each other's throats and. People are assassinating each other, but they also have to fight everybody else that they pissed off in the meantime. And no one does anything to innovate. And like the entire universe for the mankind is completely stagnant. And I, I would love to see almost like a Final Fantasy VI yeah. style game with the uh, with the Warhammer like a condensed history of Warhammer 40k because it's like That'd be cool. it goes all the way from like World War 3 and Mad Max to you know, blowing planets up and using black holes as weapons jeez yeah I thought of another one that I want to mention because this yeah. one this is one that I don't think many people would think of but it's one of the coolest worlds in my opinion just so unique and it was very post-apocalyptic Panzer Dragoon, dude, and they had an RPG called Panzer Dragoon Saga that is very oh, not yeah. no, well known, but it's oh. a it's one of the best RPGs ever made. Um, but 
that that is just so unique the art style the music everything is just so different nobody's even come close and the reason i thought of it is because thinking of like warhammer and how unique everything is and i was like you know yeah. what panzer dragoon saga is an rpg where not many people know about it if you get the uh, uh plug uh for the uh retro what's it called the uh the polymega the polymega you can you can experience panzer dragoon saga um because you can burn CDs because uh, the game costs like $1,500 to buy because it's such a freaking awesome game. Yeah, uh, but it's it's but you can burn it and play on the Polymega. The Polymega will play burned games, so you could get a copy oh, of shit. it. And that way you could play it. Um, it's totally worth it because I don't know if that game will ever get remade because um, they lost the source code, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, that's a good one. That's a really fucking good one. I'm yeah. I'm going to admit that when you were taught when you first started that I thought you were going to say Fallout and I was going to call bullshit. <laughs> no, that has been tainted, dude. There were oh, those Zelda games like... from overseas. Remember the ones that like did make it to America? There were Zelda games that were over in Japan that never made it over here to like they weren't like translated and all that and sent over. I remember there was a Zelda that was actually on a disc. I don't remember. Oh, oof. Yeah. I do know about this. So it just so happened that I was friends with a girl whose dad was a big uh, developer for that console you're talking about, which was the Philips something, CDI yeah. or something like that. And they accidentally got the license for Mario and Zelda, and they made two Zelda games on the CDI, and they are freaking awful. Damn, like, that feels bad, man. Bad. <laughs> They're bad. They're not made by Nintendo. They're not canon. Um, and mm-hmm. they're hilariously bad. Like, they're so bad, you would have fun because it's so crappy. They're Dude. that bad. So I want to I sidebar off of that. But first, I want to say, so would we... Now, Nathan, you know about this game. Some people here may or may not. Technically, Crystalis from back on original Nintendo is like a post-apocalyptic game, right? It's a good game, yeah. That game is fucking awesome. I think it, I missed that one. Oh, it was a good one, man. That game was if, so good, dude. If you have Nintendo Switch Online, it's free on there. It's one of the games on Nintendo Switch Online you can just get on and play. <laughs> nice, dude. And, nice. and I couldn't believe they included it because that's not like a popular one. It's, but it's like an action RPG. It's co- Man, it's cool. It's a good game. It is a good game, man. It was good. Really good. It was fun. Yeah. It yeah, had a good story to it. it yeah, you're like yeah. purple hair or whatever the hell running around. Or I can't remember. I've got, good graphics for the Nintendo too, for dude, the NES. Yeah, and the art, the art in the box. If you got, it, I got the box packed away in there. And it's all protected, dude. And the art's actually like really nice, man. I remembered exactly. Yeah. 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 I thought that game was really cool back then. Uh, you know, do, do you remember how hard it was trying to find like a specific genre? Because you just went to the store, no video game magazines. You just looked at the shelf, and you'd be like, it "Has a warrior with an axe on it." maybe yeah. i see a dragon yeah that's the game i want that's gonna be an rpg yeah. you get home and it'd be a freaking side school i'd be so pissed i'm like man this is bullcrap this is an rpg dude do you guys know about this there's this uh there's a market for collected games right and i find out about and here's the sidebar moment like on ebay for example and there used to be these vga graded games it's a this is actually um a little hobby that I've had that I haven't really ever talked about. My younger brother, Shaw, has got me into it. And basically, you can get graded games. And what you do is you take a game that is like in its box, still sealed. That is like really tough to do. Yeah, We're talking like, imagine the original Nintendo 
imagine the original not greatest hits final fantasy 7 sealed in a case never opened undamaged on everything and and sealed you send it to a grader they evaluate it's you know obviously authenticity and it's quality in the packaging the box whatever they put it in a case they give it a grade boom now you can sell this thing as a as a collector's item to people that collect these and there's a market out there for it you go oh, yeah. you go on ebay and just just look around just just look around seal unopened graded and you go look at that and just look at some of the prices on some of these things man tens of thousands of dollars for some of these games y'all and so i at one point i still have a bunch of money to grade by the way and it does cost you money to grade them, right? But once you get them sealed and in there, it's graded. You know what the quality is, and it's sealed, and now it's not going to get jacked up, right, in most conditions. But I've got, like, some of these old-school games. Like, there was this game called Faxanadu. Do you remember that one? From oh, there? I love it. Yeah, I loved it. Homie, yeah. I got that sealed in, a, in, in, in the closet there. You like, got a sealed un- copy? I got a sealed copy, and I bought it. Why? How, I got a, I, okay, I've always wondered this. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? How do you still have it sealed? Because I had the oh. game open, instruction manual out, like, before I even got to the car when I was a kid. Oh, this isn't coming from Kiddo Phoenix. Hell no, he tore that shit up. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, okay. That shit okay. got traced okay. on, drawn on, cut <laughs> <Right>. out, cut <laughs> out. Notes <laughs> and instruction manual, you know, right? Cutting characters <laughs> off and gluing it to like a board. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so that sounds like me. Okay. No, no, no. Grown ass, grown ass Phoenix bought one off eBay for like a hundred some dollars, and now I'm like, oh, oh okay. baby, we're gonna get this graded. It hasn't even been graded yet. It's probably worth like a good chunk, but. There's a market out there for it. It's yeah. actually like a fun hobby because I'll get, I'll try to like pick up copies. And I haven't done this in like years, man, because it does cost money, right? But I haven't done it in years. But dude, it was so much fun to like just get it. And no, I know like the atten- intentions are. I got a whole box full of old Castlevania games, like some collectors games that came out in special, whatever. And they didn't cost a ton, but I'd, every night I get a paycheck and I'd be like, I got like you know. I got like 50 bucks or something extra. And I was like, this is back when I was like still paying student loans and stuff. And I was like going, okay, so I'm going to try and see if I can get like a copy of wind waker unopened or something, or the old Prince of Persia games, the ones that weren't all never mind. <laughs> the Prince of Fresh. Persia games I played and yeah. And, and I would find some and I get them in and oh man, I was sitting there looking at it. And it, the nostalgia from having something like that, that's not opened. Like there's a party that just wants to, but you know, you don't cause, but it's cool, man. It's cool to like see some of these old gems. And so one of my, my hobbies that I haven't really, you know, engaged in in a while is picking up old copies of these vintage games that haven't been opened and just like collecting them, man. And there's a huge market for it. And sometimes you can find some, some things, man. That Final Fantasy Seven, like first. Do you release, have that? Hell, I've got it opened in my closet. Oh, and okay, right, right. I got that for my little brother, and it's it's the non greatest hits version too. Right. If that right. thing was sealed right now. I mean, it's like mint condition. Yeah, it's mint. Too bad Freak's <laughs> not here, right? <laughs> it, that shit was mint. <laughs> and the- yeah. I, so here, I was thinking as you were saying that, and I was imagining that I also want to do it. Right? Yeah. But then I realized what would happen. So for me, hopefully somebody can relate. 
if I got a brand new unsealed game, right, and I had and I it, and I have the real game already opened, right, so there's no reason to open this, okay? It will be some rainy day, and just like you open up a, a bottle of old wine, yeah. that would be the same for me. I'd be like, I'm gonna crack open this brand new, never been sealed. I'm gonna smell the fucking box. I'm gonna take it out and I'm gonna play it, even though I could just play the cartridge right over here. I would do it. Dude. It'd be like opening, you know, opening a old hundred year wine for me. I'd, I'd rip it open and be like, mm, mm, oh, open it up, get that cartridge out. Mm, mm, no, it still smells like new plastic. I would. I would. Plugs so it's... it into the console, goes steals his wife, give me some new pants! <laughs> <laughs> I would. I totally would. So God, I can't get man. into that market. But tons of people are. And I, I see the appeal. I just know that I don't have the proper adult restraint to leave it unsealed. Man. I'd have to say I'm right there with you. You know, every now and again, dude, you go on eBay or something, though, and this is kind of fun. And I'll be like going through and going, oh man, I, I used to anyway, not so much now. Used to go through and you'd be looking and you'd be looking for some of these. And sometimes you'll come across like the booklet to like the original Zelda game and I'll, it'll be like $5. You're like, wait, what? Buy it now. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, number one, you could probably sell for a lot more, but also you'd have to go through like uh, having to worry about opening something, breaking a seal or any of that. And just totally. And that's the Crystalist game I've got. It came in a box. It was opened, but had the booklet, a map, and all that. And I've got it, and and I've got that version of it that I can just sit there and go through. And man, I'll tell you, dude, aside from just playing the game, like there is something so... It's just such a good experience as a gamer to go back and get these like remnants of your past, these, these like elements of like that time long since past, like the booklet, and just looking through it, the art. I agree. Oh, it's a good you know, experience. You reminded me too of a PC game that came with some really cool goodies. Uh, yeah. Baldur's Gate. Do you guys remember that it came with a book? A good thick little oh, book, dude. Yeah. That had like tons of information about the classes. It was like a little D and D book, and yeah. it sat right beside your keyboard. You could go back to it, and you'd flip through. You get to a certain fight, and you flip through it, see if there was any weaknesses listed or whatever. Uh, that was the days, man. We really missing. Gamers today are missing out on something very special mm. with that being gone. And you know what I really hate? I wish they would just forget about it. I hate it when you get a game, like in 2020 or whatever, and you see an op- You see in the options it has a digital manual. Dude, I'm not going to sit here and read the <laughs> digital manual in the game. That's freaking lame. That's so dumb. Just I'll get on the internet. You know what I mean? That's what phones are for. Oh. And so when I'm playing a game, I can have my extra stuff on my phone and read that while I'm, you know, so I got my manual on my phone. Not So I think instead of that, if they want to be all cheap and not waste paper and save the world with the rainforest, etc., then release the manual as a file on my phone. Dude. Then I would flip through it at least. I would at least Reason look at it. happy to turn into old video game manuals. I would love that. Yeah. Dude, do you all remember? There was like a time period where... It was like a big thing for for like, you know, you'd have like these online sites and there'd be like, you know, Hermie, Hermie Dweedle's walkthrough or whatever. And it would be like everything, everything. And they would write this up. These people, we got to give a shout out to these people, man, who are out there, right? Like this day and age, it's mostly like, you know, YouTube videos and stuff like that. 
but this was like at that period of time where YouTube wasn't super popular. It was still like a young pup and not, not all gamers really knew about it. Like some of us were a little old school. We were kind of, you know, sharing stories and like looking at the manuals and the guidebooks and everything. And there was like this in between period. And I remember it from the time frame of like wind waker and all those games around the GameCube period. And you could just go online, you'd look up walkthrough, and somebody, some person, would have spent the time, and they were so detailed with like their own little art at the top, yeah. and it'd be a bunch of plus and minus signs to create yeah. like a appearance, and they'd go through and they'd craft this walkthrough guide, break it down the sections, tell you everything you need to know about the boss fights, the loot, the magical items, all that stuff. And these people were unsung heroes to gamers, yeah. man. Yeah. So and, and the whole file would be like twenty kilobytes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so true. Love that. They were called yeah. FAQs and walkthroughs. FAQs and walkthroughs. And you would just Google. That's what you would well, I don't even know if we use Google yet. It might be in Yahoo, but we would, we would search <laughs> for was. FAQ walkthrough, whatever the name of the game was. Yeah. And then you could you you go to like school or something and mm -hmm. uh, print them out so you didn't have to use your dad's printer and him get pissed off. Oh my so. god. Ask <laughs> like that. Ask Jeeves. You see that in, in chat? Ask Jeeves. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah. Kicking it back, yo. So I, I've got an idea, guys. Let's bring this back. Let's pull up our resources. Sure. Let's make a hotline that you call for video game advice. Remember those days? Where you could call the Nintendo Pro or whatever. Oh my you could God. be like, hey, I'm stuck in this level. Yes. And they'd be like, all right, all right. We're going to help you through this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that so needs true. to make a comeback. That was the shit. You know, they charge you per minute, yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't remember, but I think they did. Uh, I never called in, man. But, dude, I remember seeing that. I was like, I can't afford that shit. Where's my, where's my FAQ? Through all yeah, my let me just call my buddy. Let me just call my friend. My parents are going to freak if I spend $700. It'll only take me about 20 seconds to pull aside. Hold on a second, real quick. I did it once, and I did get in trouble. Uh, I did call, because it was right on the lid of the Nintendo. Do you remember that? So when you open up your Nintendo to put yeah. the game in, there was a picture of Mario chasing butterflies, I think, something like that. And and it had the numbers. It was like, it was like stuck in a game. Call 1-900, blah, blah, blah. So I I did. I was a kid. I didn't know. I was like, cool. I am stuck on this game. I was stuck on Zelda 2, which is a easy game to get stuck on. And so I called them. Yeah. And, dude, they were freaking just telling me all this stuff. Now, and I was just playing the game like, cool. Now what? Now what? And, dude, I was probably on the phone for like seven hours, dude. And so next thing I know, about a month later, my mom's like, what is this $5 bill on the phone, Nintendo? And I was like, oh, shit. It costs money. <laughs> He never said anything about it costing money. <laughs> so I never did it again. I never did it again. Uh, you're like, one nine hundred, that's free, right? It's <laughs> like it's a phone. Sure. Uh, Just calling up my good old friends at Nintendo. They're gonna help me out. Yeah. His name is Zach, Mom. He was a really nice guy. You wanna talk to him? <laughs> they, helped, they helped a lot of people prepare for their adulthood when they're actually uh, yeah. on the phone paying per minute. Uh, yeah, that was a big deal back then. What were they called? They had a name. It was like a Nintendo Pro or a Nintendo. They had a name. They had a vest. Remember? Mm -hmm. was, they were they were like the the, like the badasses or something. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, the Nintendo gurus. And you know, those guys had to had to actually. They couldn't just go off of books. They had to actually have experience in all the games. And you know, pretty impressive.
Right. Wow. Man. What a great time, man. You know, we, we definitely come to the end of the show. We kind of ran a little longer today. Can't help it, man. Sometimes you get nostalgic and you got to just talk about things. Yeah. But what a, what a hell of a time, man. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm not going to lie that new Zelda game coming out. And, uh, before we wind this one down, everybody, let's let our friends here on the show shout out their domains, where they reign, where you can find them when they're not here on the show. We'll start with the Nathan Napalm. You can find me on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash Nathan Napalm or Twitter. And, um, you're going to, if you, if you go on my channel and subscribe right now, I have some very big, very crazy, very something never done before awesome thing coming so i need you to go there and subscribe right now i know what it is and you will seriously be missing out if you don't it is, yeah he does know there's only a few people on this planet that know oh, and like there's one of them it's actually something really cool that i'm spending a crap load of time doing so it's gonna be awesome i'm, I'm i hate to admit this but mm -hmm. you know i don't really watch streamers too much anymore because i've just been so busy i don't even watch a whole lot of youtube if i'm being completely honest mm -hmm. But this upcoming bit, that's like up there in my top three things that are on my list that I have to make time to watch. What? Why don't I know about this? I'll tell you after we're not oh live. Oh my god, okay. I'm not okay. ready to announce right. it until I have right. something to Lexer, show. Lexer, 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 let's go, let's go. Tell everybody where, <laughs> no. where they can find you and stuff like that. Well, Dreams if, if, you, if, you find, if you find me in your travels, you've made a wrong turn. You need to get the hell out of <laughs> But... If you want to see more of me and some of the work that I do, you can find me at defendthenightgame.com where you can get onto the Discord and have a good chat with some really good people to look at upcoming game. Um, I'm also a regular on the now monthly show, Voices of Terminus. They don't have a website right now because go. I'm being lazy. <laughs> but you can check them out at, I think it was Pantheon underscore VOT on Twitter. I won't tell you my handle because I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> And and with that being said, friends, we might be to the end of our show, but we're always looking for more to join the party. Rants, oh plenty. We will catch you next time, friends. Have a great week.